Welcome back, bass players and musicians of the world at large. My name is Wyatt Walker Ware, and you are listening to episode number 23 of the Better Bass Podcast. On today's episode, I wanted to uh, spend some time addressing a comment from JW. JW is a longtime follower of the podcast. We have gone back and forth on Instagram quite a bit. He loves to leave comments on the Substack. Big shout out to Jay, kind of number one fan status for him for the Better Bass Podcast at the moment. So, Jay writes two episodes ago, he leaves a comment, and I'm going to shorten this up a little bit just for brevity's sake, but you'll get the gist. Jay says, Hi Wyatt, I really like your podcasts. After listening to this one, I have a question. Aren't you too critical about your own performances? I understand that you want to give the best, but most important is how the performance is received by the audience. You talked about a trio that gave a perfect performance in your presence. What do you think? Did the bass player give himself a bad mark the next day after listening to his recording? In other words, it is important to be critical to become a better player, but you are on stage to entertain people. Even after a few bad notes, the audience goes safely home and probably with a satisfied feeling. Thank you again for your inspiring talks. Big thank you to Jay. Thank you for the comment. And this one's really got me thinking. This one's really got the gears turning in my brain because Jay's certainly right to a certain extent. I think in a lot of ways, I am too critical. I am too self-critical of my performances. And I've been caught many a time, my sort of approach to improving at anything, that I get better at things faster by holding myself to standards that other people find unreasonable. That's something I've said a lot. That's something that's a device that I use to explain my sort of insane work ethic to uh, to people around me. But I think it's led me to some negative places as well. I think it's led me into a lot of uh, the buzz phrase for it would be negative self-talk that is no longer useful past a certain point. And further than that, I think it can actually do damage, and I think it does actually do damage. I found a lot at the time, lately, my musical ideas are actually lacking. My execution is there as much as it can be when I'm kind of feeling terrible and not really living in the moment, but my ideas are not good. My phrasing is not good. And here I am shit-talking myself again, but I'm shit-talking myself about the bad performances that I've put out as a result of shit-talking myself too much. So how the hell do I get out of this Catch-22? And I'm certainly not the only musician who's here. I'm not certain... I'm certainly not the only bass player who finds themselves stuck in this kind of... (laughs) in this kind of crappy thought loop of, oh, I have no confidence, I perform badly, I lose more confidence, I have less confidence, I get worse. How the hell do we get out of this? So part of my reply to Jay's comment here was, I think a major step forward in my process will be able to... All right, let's try that again. 
I think a major step forward in my process will be to find an internal balance that doesn't allow my high standards and my constant pursuit of perfection to affect my basic confidence as a performer. I know inside that my worst performance on my worst day is still going to be at least passable, and I'm experienced enough on stage that I'll be doing a decent job connecting with my audience regardless. So, it all comes down to practicing what I preach in terms of the basic performance mindset. Live in the moment and save the criticism for the shit. So, how do I accomplish this? How do I live in the moment? How do I stop shit-talking myself so much that I no longer have the confidence to perform? That is a question. That is a huge question. And I think I have a little bit of a solution. The first part of my solution is just getting some emotional fire into my playing bringing some like serious mental focus and some serious emotional intensity into my performances that I've kind of lost my way with. That was something that I used to really have to maybe too great of an extent to the point that it caused like physical tension issues. When I was playing saxophone as a gigging saxophone player, I was not a relaxed performer on a physical level in any sense. I was moving around way too much. I've had trouble staying on a mic. I, uh, I had lots of issues that way, and I had to kind of learn to minimize emotion, and that's been a very, very slow process that I've applied to the bass as well. However, my technique on the bass is a thousand times better than it ever was on the saxophone. I have much more physical versatility on the instrument. I'm at a point now where tension issues do crop up, but they're kind of actually few and far between, and I feel very, very comfortable with the instrument in my hands. And I don't quite have the, uh, the negative consequences of emotional fire in a performance happening as much now. So why don't I just bring that out? Why don't I just bring that forward and bring that to the surface? And I've tried that when I've had an opportunity. Again, it's a super slow time of year, and I'm not spending very much time on stage. But on the shows that I am playing, I am going in. I'm, I'm doing the, uh, the power poses before the gig. If you've ever done that, you kind of just boon your backstage right before, right before you're about to go on stage. Just spread, uh, spread your body very wide, just kind of place your feet a little wider than shoulder width, hold your arms up above your head, pose like that for one minute. This is a great jazz composer, Maria Schneider. When I was in a band that she was directing, she tipped me off to this. But I've been doing that, and I've been trying to kind of be my own hype man prior to, uh, to going on stage to perform. And prior to, even just in the practice room, if I'm going to play to a recording or I'm going to simulate a set with a few recordings, I've been doing that. I've been trying to be my own hype man as much as possible and say, okay, screw it. I'm just going to go crush this. I'm going to be me, and I am going to let my emotional fire dictate what I play. I am going to let my passion for this music dictate what I play instead of some practice standard, instead of some idea of perfection that I'm striving for. And what this approach to performing causes me to do is to take risks and to go for ideas that I might not go for otherwise. And you know what? That might result in a little bit lower level of execution. But past a certain point, 
particularly on a gig that involves a lot of improvised music and a lot of improvisation, that does not matter at all. Past a certain point, of course, if you're flubbing tons and tons of notes and it's actually compromising your sound in a broad spectrum way, then yes, execution matters. Precision is important. But a few bad notes, as Jay said, as JW said, are not going to ruin a performance. It's not going, it's not going to destroy everything. Nobody's going to judge you for that. And if somebody judges you for a few missed notes in a very impassioned solo, then that's not the right audience, right? That's just not, uh, that's not what it's about. And that person has no idea what music is about. So I'm really trying not to lose track of what music is about. I'm really not, at least to me, what music is about to me. Of course, art is different to everybody who creates it. But I'm trying not to lose track of the emotional aspect. I'm trying not to lose track of the self-expression. And I'm trying to not lose track of my just pure base-level passion for performing that I've had since I was six years old playing classical piano, right? And the bottom line of it all is that in making art, you've got to enjoy what you do. You've got to have emotional passion behind it. You gotta have fun, man. You just gotta do it. There's no—you can't make it not fun. And for months now, I've just been losing my way with my practice, putting so much focus into this, this precision and this execution and in playing things the right way that— I've just lost track of how to have fun playing music and how to just live in the moment and enjoy myself. And I've been trying to find things. Uh, I've been trying to find things that allow me to just enjoy myself in the practice room and try to keep it a little looser, try to uh, not be overly concerned about the maintenance, try to treat, uh, treat the maintenance stuff, treat the repetitive practice as exactly what it is, maintenance, and say to myself that I'm comfortable not doing hours of maintenance every day, and that I can spend time being creative. I can spend more time being creative, and in fact, I'm probably going to become a better musician faster by spending more time being creative. So I've just been learning lots of music and playing lots of songs and spending as little time doing maintenance as possible. And you know what? If my technique gets a little funky because I didn't play enough scales and arpeggios at the beginning of the day, at the beginning of my practice routine, that is okay. Because guess what? I'm still enjoying this, and I'm noticing in listening back to my practice sessions, in doing the critical listening that I will continue to make part of my process— that the execution errors that happen when I'm not as warmed up as I like to be are maybe actually 10% as noticeable as I think they are. Like, maybe 1 out of 10 of these errors actually, like, really comes across listening back. And I've just been having a good time. I've just been trying to have a good time playing the bass, trying to get some emotion in, and trying to reach that, reach that flow state that I've spent so much time talking about that I haven't been in in far too long. I haven't gotten through in way, way too long. My camera just shut off. 
I am changing up the production process for the podcast a little bit, and I'm actually recording video as I'm doing this, and the only camera that I own is the camera on my iPhone, and I just looked over and it had shut off and gone to my home screen for no reason. Thank you very much, Apple, and your hardware and software. Anyways, enough complaining about equipment. I wasn't actually planning on doing much, if any, playing, any actual bass playing on this episode, but you know what, I'm just going to go for this, because I've been playing along to this track, Kill Bill by uh, SZA, I think, is now is how her name is pronounced, S-Z-A, in all caps. She just released this on a, well, she just released this as a, as a single, and came out with this instrumental version, this really cool, it's this great, like, modern R&B kind of tape-distorted lo-fi instrumental, and I'm just going to play this. Two and a half minutes. Totally missed it. end of the track just trying to have fun man just trying to perform just trying to keep it real and the only reason that i missed that beat one is because i wasn't keeping it real i wasn't being honest i wasn't being honest with myself hit that break and instead of continuing to be in flow state and instead of continuing to let my emotions and let my uh let my i don't want to say muscle memory but letting my musical memory and my genuine musical vocabulary dictate the performance I slipped into and, oh shit, I gotta count this, I gotta get through this, I gotta land this, I'm stressed out about not screwing it up, 
And then I screwed it up just instantly, just instant, uh, <laughs> instant punishment in the form of execution for the very act of worrying about execution in the moment. So here's hoping to, in the future, that I can actually practice what I preach in regards to all this flow state stuff and all of these performance ideas and this performance mindset. And here's to having more fun in music. If you've ever found yourself losing track of that, if you've ever found yourself too deep in the shed, so deep in the shed, so deep in the refinement, so deep in the practice process that you lose track of what music is about, just try to have fun. Loosen up, let go, let go of all your worldly attachments, put on a show, make a performance that's about how you feel and nothing else. Little bit of a shorter episode today. If you're enjoying what you hear, if you're enjoying the show, please head over to betterbase.substack.com and get on the mailing list. You'll get every episode straight to your inbox for free, and you can leave me comments as a subscriber. Leave comments on uh, on the podcast, and I'll get back to you, and maybe I'll... Uh, Maybe if you leave something insightful, I'll spend a whole episode talking about it like I did with uh, Mr. JW's comments. So thank you very much, Jay. Thank you for the inspiration. And till next time, let's all be better bass players together. I will see you in the next episode. Mm-hmm.